Good morning and welcome to Friday morning prayer call. God bless you all. This is Bishop Smith. Excited about this morning and what the Lord's going to do. I was enjoying the worship. Fill me up, God. You provide the fire and I'll provide the sacrifice. Praise God. That was good. That was good. I was enjoying that. I was actually singing along. I would sing for you all this morning, but I'm not going to do that to myself. So praise the Lord. Amen. Hey, look, we're going to have a great time, as I already said. We have with us this morning that we'll be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests, Elder Thomas Allen. Elder, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, Bishop. I love it, brother. I hear it. I hear the enthusiasm. I hear the, man, the alertness. Praise God. Hey, and you look good, too, brother, this early in the morning. I just want to let you know that. Just want to let you know. Praise the Lord. And so, um, hey, look. We have a special guest this morning. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about what we're going to do this morning in a minute, but first I want to introduce him. And so we have with us Pastor Amos Benefield from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the Anointed Word Church this morning. Pastor, how are you this morning? Bishop, I'm doing absolutely awesome this morning. How are you, sir? I'm the north side of Fabulous. Yes, I am. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good, and you sound good, and hey, it's sunny over there already, and what is 8 o'clock a.m. in South Florida, 30 minutes from Miami, and uh, I know the sun is shining over that way. Praise God. Yes, it is. It is It is a wonderful day, man, and we're, we're just in expectation of what God is going to do and and basically what God is doing in the now. All right. Well, it sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I can't wait till we get to it. So we're going to get to it in just a moment. I'm going to open this up in prayer because it is a prayer line. So we're going to pray. And I want to say good morning to our new Destiny Church family. God bless you all. You're so faithful. We love you all so much. Pastor Adrian and I, we adore you and thank you for the level of commitment that you've shown this year as we've navigated these interesting seasons. I'm calling them strange winds because, boy, strange winds have been blowing. But one of the things we've got to understand, none of these things catch God by surprise. And I believe God has us in the pocket. He has us in the pocket. You know, when a quarterback is in the pocket, you know, it's difficult for you to sack him. So I just declared that we're in the pocket. That's a good word. I declare we're in the pocket. And it's difficult for the enemy to come in and sack us in Jesus' name. Good morning also to the universal body of Christ that you're not a member of New Destiny Church, but you're faithfully on this prayer line. Thank you for coming on and being blessed, and I pray that we've been a blessing to you all. We thank God for every man of God, every pastor that is on the line, your sacrifice that you provide to the body of Christ. And so may God richly bless you. May you continue to prosper. May God continue to give you wisdom and revelation knowledge as you minister the word of God and bring about a transformation of life. Father, we honor you today, and we bless you. We magnify you. 
the fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise, because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for delivering us from the powers of darkness and translating us to the kingdom of your dear son. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father, for it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you forsake us. Father, we thank you that you're always with us. Whether we feel you or not, you are there providing for us. We thank you this morning for your Holy Spirit. We yield this time to him. He is the governor. And, Father, we thank you that our lives are governed by him. I declare in Jesus' name, because we have a submitted spirit, not only are our lives governed by him, but our tongues are governed by him. That every word that will be uttered, Father, in the next 26 minutes or more will be definitely from the throne room of God. Thank you, Father. Everything we do, we do it to glorify you. We pray this prayer in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, as we segue now, and I turn this time over to Pastor. Uh, Pastor, I want to ask you a question. We're going to do, do, we're going to do this prayer call a little different today. And I know the, the apostolic mantle that it's upon your life. Uh, people call you an apostle, and I know, because I know you personally, I've been knowing you uh, pretty much uh, all of our lives, <laughs> and so <laughs> Pastor Amos is actually my first cousin. That's right. <laughs> our, our mothers are sisters, and That's so, right. but I know um, with that apostolic mantle on your life, you function in the gifting of a prophet. And this morning, I want to pull on that prophetic thing that is upon your life based upon the apostolic grace that has been unto you through Christ Jesus. And I want to ask you this question. With all that's going on in our nation, all that is going on in the world, of course, you know we're having wildfires on our end. At the same time, the southeastern coast of the United mm -hmm. States is being bombarded with hurricane after hurricane. Right. Mm -hmm. We're in an election year. Right. We're in 2020, and we're in a pandemic. Yeah. We've never known in our lifetime. There have been pandemics, but never one like this. And so in all of these things happening, you know, simultaneously, one after another, what is the Lord saying in this season? Wow. Wow. That, that, is, that, is, that is amazing that, that, um, that, that you would ask me that, um, Bishop. And what we're seeing is, is, is basically the signs of the times being revealed and um you know it's amazing that you you would you would ask me what is the lord saying um because in the midst of everything that is going on right now in our world god is yet speaking and moving and he will not be bound okay let me say that again in the midst of everything that is going on right now in our world 
God is yet speaking, God is yet moving, and he will not be bound. And if God is not bound, neither should we be bound. Okay? If God is not bound, neither should we be bound. And what the Lord is saying is that it is time for Ecclesia, the church, to rise up and declare the word of the Lord. <clears throat> Did you hear that? It, 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 is, it is time for Ecclesia, and, and I need you all to hear me this morning. It is time for Ecclesia, the church, to rise up. This is this is this this is not a time for us to be in hiding. This is this is not a time for us to have a, a gag order on our voice. But it's time for Ecclesia, the church, to rise up and declare the word of the Lord. You know, Isaiah two and two says, and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. Now, um, in realizing, in realizing uh, these things, we must understand that the success, and I need you guys to hear me this morning, that the success of our nation is not contingent upon who votes or a particular party, but it's contingent upon those who praise. <laughs> I need you to hear that. I, I, I hope you heard what I just said. You need to hear that. The success of our nation is not contingent upon uh, who votes or a particular party, but it's contingent upon those who praise. Beloved, prayer is powerful, and it has no geographical, physical, or spiritual limitations. And we need to understand that there's tremendous power that's made available when we pray and intercede, uh, according to James uh, chapter 5, verse number 15. So we must understand that prayer is very, very prophetic. It's very, it's very, and it's very, it's extremely important that, that we understand the power of, of prayer and intercession uh, 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 in, this, in this particular, in this particular timing that we're in right now. You see, those who possess the power to really change what we're seeing today in our society are the intercessors because, because only they can move the heart of God. Huh. Let me say that let me say that again. I, I need you to hear that. Only intercessors can move the heart of God. Amen to that. In fact, to intercede literally means to stand in the gap and intervene in the behalf or of something or someone else. It is the Greek word methalovo. Amen. And, and let me say that again. It is to stand in the gap and intervene on the behalf of something or someone else. I, I hope you guys can hear me. I hope I'm. I hope I'm coming in loud and clear. 
and 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 uh, you know, and this is this is this is so so very important, especially in crucial times like these. You know, in in Ezekiel chapter twenty-two, um, in verse number thirty, God says, "I, I sought for a man." And this is amazing. God said, I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Huh. Wow. It's amazing that that in that time, God could not find one intercessor. Amen. However, in this hour, God is listening for the prophetic voices of intercession because prayer is the only thing that can turn his heart and this wayward generation. Praise God. As a matter of fact, the reason why we're seeing everything that we're seeing today is because of uh, 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 People, listen. The world is out of alignment. If we if we were to, if we were to tell the truth, the church has been out of alignment, beloved. Please understand. So it's so important that the church comes back into alignment. Why? Because the rise and fall of a nation is really not on the shoulders of the people, but ecclesia, the church. God's God's called out governing board in the earth. Amen. It's, 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 it, it, hear, hear me, it's, it's Ecclesia who is responsible for establishing a prophetic plumb line. You need to hear this. You need to write that down. It is, it is Ecclesia. Hear this today. It's Ecclesia. Hear me this morning. It is Ecclesia who is responsible for establishing a prophetic plumb line in the earth so that the earth can be rebalanced, returned, and come into alignment. Amen. Romans eight twenty two says, For we know that the whole creation, now watch this, it says we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together unto now. Amen. And then, uh, and then, and then it says, verse number uh, 19, if you go up to verse number 19, it says, that the earth awaits the manifestations of the sons of God. Now, the sons of God are ones with the character and the nature of God in them. Praise God. So it's an emphasis on the church, ecclesia, the called out ones, which means, hear this, the earth, and hear me good, the earth cannot return until the church Returned. What did I just say? Well, let me say it like this. It's time for the church to return. And God is saying that it's, it's time for Ecclesia to return and come back into her rightful place in him. You know, the prophetic word comes from Zechariah in Zechariah 1 and 3, where the Lord says, Therefore, tell the people, return to me, declares the Lord Almighty, and I will return to you, saith the Lord Almighty. Amen. And, and, and that is just what God is speaking in the now. Well, I tell you what, it's one thing when the world is out of place. 
But the church as a whole somehow has lost its way, and the Lord is saying to return to our positioning. Hear this, for us to reposition ourselves that we can no longer be silent and inactive. Amen. It's time to return. You know, beloved, listen, we, we must return. Hear this. We must return to the prophetic tipping point. Huh. Huh. Did you hear me? <laughs> we must return. Let me say it again. We must return to the prophetic tipping point. And what a tipping point is, is a point in time when a group of people rapidly and drastically changes their behavior by widely adopting and adapting to a previous practice. And that practice, hear me good, that practice is prayer and righteousness. Amen. And that's what's on the heart of God. That's what God is saying. God is saying to the church, it's time for us to return to righteousness. I'll tell you something, and I'm going to drop it because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a prophetic trigger right now. You know, and, and one of the messages that we used to hear all the time when I was, when I was uh, growing up as a kid, because I was born and bred apostolic, but let me tell you something, we would always hear messages concerning of Jesus will soon return. You know, you don't hear messages anymore about the return of Christ. Well, let me tell you, if, if you look at the Word of God, and if you read uh, uh, Daniel and, and Matthew 24 and, and the book of Thessalonians, you'll, you'll find out that the signs of the time are here. Praise God, and Jesus is soon to return. And it's time for the church. Listen, it, what, what matters the most is that we are in a ready position for Christ's return. Praise God. If it ever was a time for us to embrace uh, 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 this reality, that timing is right now. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? This is what's on the, the heart of God. God wants the church to return. God wants the church to return. We must return to righteousness. Get this. You will find God in the turn. You will find God in the turn. Praise God. Get this. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. In this, in this simple verse, we, we see established a rule and standard composed of two alternatives. There is no middle ground here. There are two causes, each with, with, with its own effect. With this said, prayer and righteousness must be the prophetic tipping point. And, and, and listen, uh, uh, in this uh, uh, spiritual battle raging around us, this cosmic war between good and evil, prayer and righteousness must be, let me say it again, the prophetic tipping point. The target of Proverbs 14.34 is, is no specific nation, but its meaning clearly implies to all nations which includes America. Praise God. And I'm going to say this prophetically. Listen, y'all, and hear me good. We're in trouble. Yeah, I'm going to say it. And I'm going to tell you why we're in trouble. We're in trouble because we're divided. The Bible says Jesus said that a kingdom won't stand if it's divided against itself. 
or a house won't stand if it's divided. And our nation is as divided as it can be. And, and it's divided because of, of political parties and because of uh, uh, this life matters and that life matters. It is some kind of way sucked the church right into all of, all of its debauchery. Hear me and hear me good. It, it is so important for us as ecclesia, the church, to measure ourselves, especially in these challenging times. Did you hear me? We must measure ourselves. Listen, we, can't, we cannot afford to be, divide, to be divided like the world. And we should ask ourselves, which of these two causes will we now embrace, righteousness or unrighteousness? And we have to do a, a, a self-inventory and deal with the hard questions today. Like, am I driven by political parties, fear of pandemic, or the things that have come upon the earth? Is, 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 is it, uh, 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 you know, black lives matter or white lives matter or blue lives matter that's driving me? Or, 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 <laughs> or are we driven by God? What or who is driving us? Please understand. That this is not a past or future condition, but it is a current evaluation we must make. This does not imply that our past righteousness will exalt us, nor does it say that our current sin will one day in the distant future be a reproach. No, it is clear that the righteousness, listen to this, that righteousness exalts now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And likewise, sin brings on present reproach. Father, I thank you for, for this, your people. I have more word, but, I, but I've ran out of time. God, I thank you for them now. I pray for Ecclesia, the church. We are your church. Cause us to rise. Father, I pray, put a spirit, a vigor, anointing, power and the prophetic upon us. Let us rise, Lord God, and demonstrate your kingdom in the now. We declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, Bishop, for having me, and God bless all of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Wow. My goodness, you you said so much this morning. Said so much this morning. We're going to come in just a moment, and we're going to just hit a couple of those bullets that he mentioned this morning in just a second. At this time, we're going to have Elder Thomas Allen come with our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests. Elder Thomas. We have uh, one prayer that was submitted, one prayer request that was submitted from Carrie Pierce. She says, please keep my two-year-old niece, uh, Katie, lifted up. She had two previous seizures last night and had to be taken to the Children's Hospital of Atlanta last night by ambulance, praying for all tests to come back negative, including the COVID test, and that this was just an isolated incident and will not return again. We believe God, our healer. He is true to his word. By his stripes, Katie is healed. And she says, thank you for 
your prayers and bless you for your prayers. Father, we know that you are the great I am, and there's nothing too hard for you. You do work wonders according to Exodus 15 and 11. And we know that you are a sun and a shield, and you will not withhold any good thing to those who walk uprightly, according to Psalms 84 and 11. And God, we honor you for who you are, and we thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have put in us that gives us the authority to speak, Father. You said that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Father, we seek you. We are hungry for you, and we honor you because of what you have given us, and we speak in the authority that we have according to your word, and we say Kaylee is healed and delivered, and this was just an isolated incident, and that your Holy Spirit would move down and bring deliverance and the wholeness, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you now for those leaders that we have in the church. We thank you for Bishop and for Pastor Inga. Father, we ask you to reveal your vision. Father, give them what to say and how to say it. Father, let your words come through them, a revelatory word that will bring deliverance and wholeness to your people, Father, that your people will walk in prosperity and increase, Father, we thank you for healing our land, bringing deliverance and the wholeness to our land, Father. We speak that now, Father, as we walk in truth according to your word, as we repent for everything that is contrary to your word in this earth, Father. Heal our land, Father. Bring deliverance. Bring peace. Bring wholeness, Father. Touch the minds. Change the way that we think, Father, that wholeness would prevail, that deliverance would prevail, that prosperity will prevail, and that we will walk in the increase that you have given us according to your word, Father. We honor you, Father, and we thank you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder Allen, and we declare that every prayer request will become a praise report. Wow, we're having a great time this morning. Uh, talking about uh, what the Lord is saying. One of the things that uh, Pastor um, Benefield said to us was it's time for the ecclesia, which is the church, to rise up, to rise up. And I, I really believe that. Uh, he also shared that we're in a season where we're required to wear a mask but the church doesn't have a gag order, mm. a gag order. Jesus. In this season, we have to begin to speak, and we have to begin to declare Jesus. the word of the Lord. It's time for men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. I really believe that. But you're going to see, and I made mention of this Sunday, of moving away from this entertainment gospel, I believe, that the church has got wrapped up into, entertainment. And it's time really for empowerment, 
the church that is empowered, that we're not just going through the motion of a service for entertainment, but we're in a service to be empowered from on high. That's he right. also said that we got to understand where we are in this nation being out of balance and coming back to balance is not based upon um, how you vote. It's not based upon who votes, but it's based upon who prays, who prays. We had a time of return, and he shared with us, we have to return to the tipping point, to the tipping point. And, and these things I, I was writing down as he was speaking of, which I believe is just absolutely powerful. He said he has more. And so before we, we come to a close, because our time is, man, it's, it's just gone too fast. We only have two minutes left. It's crazy. But I want to go back to to Pastor Am Amos, and we want to pull a little bit more on that prophetic mantle this morning. Hallelujah. And uh, share with us, do you have any closing words for us? Sure. Sure, 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 Bishop. Well, well, here the conclusion of the whole matter. You know, we we can choose our own way or God's, but not both. We can ascend into the high places with God, or stay in the valley, but not both. Unfortunately, many today are trying to redefine righteousness and sin by ignoring God's definitions. However. Whenever people return to honoring him by prayer and doing what's right in his eyes, it will cause a shift in the world. And, and, and I'll conclude here, Second Chronicles um, 7, 14, 15, from the Amplified Bible says, it says this, And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require, as a necessity, my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land, and now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to their prayers, a cry for repentance, and that's where we are. Wow. That's good. That's good. You you heard it, church. We have to return to righteousness. And I believe as we return to a, to righteousness, there will be restoration. Mm. There will be a refreshing. Mm. Which are the perfect ingredients for revival. But notice, none of them will happen unless we return. Unless we return. Ezekiel, which... Pastor mentioned this morning, 22, from the New Living Translation, says this in verse 30. I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness mm. that guards the land. The wall of righteousness that guards the land. So it's our righteous stance and our righteous conduct that guards the land, our land is uncovered. Mm. It's not guarded. 
He said, I search for someone to stand in the gap, in the wall, so I wouldn't have to destroy the land. But I found no one. So now I will pour out my fury on them, consuming them with the fire of my anger. And I will heap upon their heads the full penalty for their sin. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. And so, even as Moses stood in the gap for the people, Abraham stood in the gap for the people, we have to understand we are not in the season for playing church. That day is over. We have to stand in the gap. We have to really pray like we've never prayed before. It is key. It is key. And so I boldly declare today that the prayers that you have been lifting up and the prayers you will continue to lift up today will be heard by heaven. Heaven will send forth reinforcement and the angelic host on your behalf. Father, by the authority that you have invested in us, we call on the heavenly hosts, for you are the Lord of hosts. And Father, we turn to righteousness. Lord God, we return to justice, that we are just. We are the just. And Father, we will not take sides. We will not take sides. I'm, I'm going to say this before we close this morning. Uh, uh, the prophet made mention of, of lives matter. That's just what he said. All these lives matter movements. And as believers, I want you to do something, especially you all that are believers that are so passionate about this Black Lives Matter movement. I'm black. I can't be any other color. And, and, and I was born in this, this house, so I'm a man of color. Um, you know, they, they consider that black. I, I consider it a person of color. I'm an African-American. I can't, I can't change my skin color. <laughs> and, and determined that I would, I would be in. I'm, right. I'm, I'm fine with that, <clears throat> but you got to understand something. Before you take a stance with someone, you need to understand what they're about. You need to understand the spirit that drives them and motivates them. So I'm, I'm challenging you to go on to the Black Lives Matter website and read it. They're not hiding. Those witches are not hiding. <laughs> you heard me. They're not hiding what they are about. And so you got to be careful with all this stuff. It reminds me of a story, and I know we're over time, but I'm trying to help you this morning. In other words, not choose sides. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of a story that when Joshua comes over to the promised land, he runs into an angel with his sword drawn. So he has to be a member of the host of heaven, the warring angels. 
And he, Joshua asks him, who are you with? Are you with them or are you with me? He said, neither. I'm on the Lord's side. And that has to be our stance. I am for the statement. I understand what the statement is about. I'm not for the movement. Okay? And that's where that's where I am as your pastor. I'm on the Lord's side. I don't have the luxury to cross these lines and stand with people. I have to stand with the Lord. I stay balanced. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a person. I love history. I love history. So because I love history, I do research. I I, I try to understand and search out a matter. And I'm actually to do the same thing. Go on there and look at this stuff and what these people are about. Because uh, it, it's 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 crazy out here. But anyway, we're gonna keep it in in the center of righteousness. You know what? Day to day, and uh, I'm. We're six minutes over, but as we always bring our time of prayer to a close, as we segue into our Friday, we're going to gather on tomorrow. Man, we're looking forward to seeing you in prayer. Psalms 118, verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. Guess what? In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Come on, make this confession of faith with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. We declare you are more than a conqueror, child of God, and you are a world overcomer. The Bible declares this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith. We want to thank Pastor Amos Benefield for such a great prophetic word, helping us align ourselves with what matters most, and that is the will of God. It's a time for the ecclesia, the true church, to rise up, return to righteousness, return to our position in prayer. That means we return on our knees, and we begin to pray and intercede and stand in the gap on the behalf of our nation and also on the behalf of the world. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, returning, returning. It's a prerequisite. The returning. In returning, we repent. In repentance, there's a refreshing. And we thank God this morning that you have been refreshed. This is Elder Thomas Allen, Pastor Amos Benefield, and Bishop Smith. We're signing off until we come back together um, on tomorrow. And um, for you that are online, I believe we will be Facebooking live. If you're not able to attend the service in person, we will be Facebooking the, uh, the service tomorrow on prayer live so you can tune in and be a part of prayer and part of that gathering. If not, we will see you on Sunday, and we will be back Monday morning on the prayer line. Hey, have a great week. We declare the Spirit of the Lord is with you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus' name. God bless. Kathy, come on, let's celebrate the goodness of our Lord. Let us open up the prayer line.